Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK, and we have Bricky back. You're back, feeling good. Everything is great. Uh, big shout out to Kiriath for filling in last week. It was greatly appreciated. Great episode on the Dreadnought. You should check it out. I don't. Do we do cards in the top corner? No, whatever. Go, go watch it. You're here. Go find it. Adeptus Ridiculous. Whatever. Uh, if you enjoy today's podcast, head over to Patreon.com/slash. Adeptus Ridiculous, get yourself all sorts of bonuses, uh, access to the Discord, uh, HD posters, there's a new Orc Mean Green poster that is uh, very classy, very, very, very top-notch art. Wonderful Uh. job. (laughs) What? I'm... Anyway, um, bloopers if they happen, all sorts of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, so definitely check it out, and... uh, now that Bricky's back, you can properly shill uh, the merch because I did a terrible job last time. Of oh, shilling I the am merch. a professional. <laughs> that's my that's my my shtick. Yo, check out Orchid8.com for some fantastic merchandise: t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeves based on mechanical things. <clears throat> bada bing. Yeah. And then Doge Van Dyer stickers, as well as fantastic Adeptus Ridiculous custom dice that are being sold in packs of 10, 25, or 50. Uh, They obviously get cheaper per die as you go higher, uh, because, you know, buying things in bulk means cheaper. And yeah, so check that out. Uh, I don't know if we have a lot of dice left. Oh, have they been selling like hotcakes? They've been selling pretty quick, and they take a while to remake. So I'm... They might take like 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 two months. So, uh, you know, get it while you can. And if you play orcs, get a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or besides... Tyranids, right? Tyranids, you need a shitload of dice as well, right? And guard. There's a lot. Yeah, there's lots mm. of options mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, however, uh, also make sure that you have re- finished up Blood Reaver for the book club. Mm. Uh, we are That episode's going to be to this week. In like Ooh. three days. Prob- well, in... I guess like in five days since we record, but in three days since this episode goes live, uh, because I, you know, we we're supposed to do that earlier, but I got sick. Yeah, I got okay. I got strep throat. Uh, I didn't. That sucked, man. Yes, yeah, strep throat's no fun. That is not a fun thing to get. That is. I think it was my first time getting it. Yeah, I I recall getting it as a kid, and it's just it's not it's not a pleasant time. Well, getting no. sick in general isn't fun. Yeah, but it's like getting like a like a flu or like a sinus infection, the usual fatigue, fever, all that. It's just yeah. triple the throat pain and f- for twice as long. It's yeah, really it, awful. It sucks. It sucks. Um is that forget me juice, dude? That's what it was. Was it the forget me juice? Yep. I I literally got sick the Saturday before. Um so literally that drinking episode made us both literally sick. Literally, literally, you got strep throat, and I—I I was out of commission on Saturday. Bringing out the California today, all right. Literally, but see, I actually mean it. It's not no, like I, I, I say I'm it a, so aware. much that yeah. No, it, <laughs> didn't, it's, it's, didn't they change the definition of literally so that it could mean not literally because so many fucking people kept using it wrong? I, how I thought it was just slang. 
the I concept of saying literally is just slang as in to put emphasis on the thing. <laughs> I don't know. Also, how, can you can you can't change the dictionary, can you? Like a thing means what it means? I think they did. I remember that being like a really big deal a while back. They were like, "Oh yeah, dictionary changes definition of literally because people are stupid." And I don't know why I had to say it in like an old-timey uh radio. That sounds like you read an onion article and got baited. <laughs> You know, that's entirely possible. Uh, I'm a bit of a boomer, so it's entirely possible that I got baited by an Onion article. So uh, someone confirm it. But anyway, we have an episode to do today, don't we? We do have an episode to do. <laughs> so uh, Kiriath did a, a pretty goddamn good job at going through the Dreadnoughts. Yeah. He, he knows a lot more about that than I do, so I learned quite a bit when I, when I checked the episode out. Well, he has, what, over 30 Dreadnoughts. So he was the perfect person to get to do the Dreadnought episode, for sure. Oh, yeah. He likes his little boxy Dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. His little cardboard box knots, yeah. Or, wait, wait, are they cardboard? No, it's just you call them box knots because they're like big boxes on legs. and yeah. Oh, the old the old Dreadnoughts, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The, the new ones are, are sh- Contemptors are cool. Leviathans are so dope. Um, yeah. Was, I like, I like Redemptors as well. Redemptors are pretty dope. <laughs> yep. I like got the Primaris ones. You gotta, you gotta run that almost dead body dry. Uh, all right. So, on a side note, with the dreadnoughts being talked about, Space Marines dying, we're going to be talking about Space Marines making. We're going to be talking about the creation of a Space Marine. Oh, nice! Because there have been so many times where I'm like, I'm not exactly sure how a Space Marine gets made. Like, I know there are tithes that every planet has to. Like, they have to send troops in, um, but I'm not exactly sure how it goes. And then there's, like, Gene Seed, and it's, like, I'm not entirely, like, obviously Gene Seed is, like, the genes of, like, the Emperor that got put into the person. And, uh, Space Marine, but I, I have no idea what the process is like, so I'm hype. Good. I'm hype. Being hype is good. It means yeah. it means that you learn, you're gonna, le- you're gonna learn today, son. I'm You're gonna learning. learn so it's time for knowledge. Because <laughs> knowledge is power. Knowledge is strength. You mentioned the Imperial Tithe. Mm-hmm. The Imperial Tithe is more so taking soldiers to, like, the guard. Uh, oh, it, it's more okay. just like, we need warriors. And, you know, you got to refill those guard ranks because we lose half a million dudes every battle. Right. So okay. it's more of that kind of thing where it's like, okay, we're actually going in and refilling the guard. However, Space Marines themselves do go and recruit from potential aspirants in kind of all over the place. Uh, some okay. recruit from their, well, most of the time they recruit from their homeworld. Um, some, some people can't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's these dudes called night lords they don't Strum. <laughs> yeah they don't, they don't they don't do any recruiting from there anymore but let's let's say it's not your home world let's say it's a different planet sometimes mm-hmm. they'll recruit from hive worlds or like death worlds or feral worlds or world yeah. worlds and they just kind of go there and they try to find people that are like really aspiring young candidates uh, sometimes they'll even get like a gang like a, a really good gang fighter from a gang in a hive world, or you know, they'll go to some world that is kind of awful and terrible, and they'll find someone who can survive the horrors of it quite well. And like, hey, this guy could be pretty good. And naturally, space marines are revered across oh, yeah. the, the entire Imperium. Like most people will go their entire lives without seeing a single Astartes. Yeah, 
And so the idea that your kid might get selected for the Astari's process is both like, oh my god, that's so fucking cool. And simultaneously, it's like, oh no, I'm never gonna see my kid again. But oh my god, he's gonna become a space marine. Yeah, that's like the the highest honor you could bestow on someone, almost. It's um, pretty damn high up there, and yeah. uh, there is always the possibility they die in the training. But that, uh, yeah. So finding potential recruitments requires them to be at a pretty young age. Recruitments are generally jump between ten years old to fifteen years old. So pretty oh, young, young yeah. preteens, teenagers around there. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it, the main reason is because when they do all of the crazy grafting and organ implantation, it doesn't really take well if you have reached full maturity. Oh, okay. So often all the implants and things they add to them are rejected if they are at some age that doesn't really kind of work out. But right. Once they are actually taken, you know, they, they look for potential recruits. Sometimes they find someone like, oh, this is the the prized bare knuckle boxer in this world or something. Like, oh, this kid seems pretty, pretty cool. So they go ahead and they, they snag him. Uh, mm-hmm. They bring him, they bring him over and they're like, OK, you're going to learn how to be a space marine now. And then they start off with all of their their rituals. Now, it's a lot like the Assassinorum, not as bad as the Assassins. Uh, oh. But it's got a very good amount of, all right, it's time to learn. You and these five guys fight to the death. Go to town. It's, or It's a or, very Warhammer thing to do. Yep. Yeah, you, know, you you gotta show off your, your physical and mental strength. Sometimes they'll do these kind of crazy tests they call exposure tests. Well, they'll oh. send you out into buttfuck nowhere. Mm-hmm. Or with like a bunch of crazy carnivorous animals and be like, all right, survive for two days. Oh. Or get to point A to point B as fast as you possibly can. Sheesh. Go. And then they have like physical indoctrination where they're, mm-hmm. they're constantly uh, change, like submit, like sometimes suspecting you to like pain or, or occasional bits of like torture. Yeah. To make sure you don't break, you know, mental indoctrination, mm-hmm. a little bit of a little bit of mindscaping. I don't know if there's any forget me juice. Not much, <laughs> I don't think. It's it's interesting that it's not as bad as the Assassinorum. Like you would think the space marine training is like the most hardcore training because you're gonna be a fucking space marine. Um so yeah, it's a, I mean not not that it's easy. <laughs> I'm not trying to say it's easy. But it, it's interesting that the Assassinorum actually trains their their people harder than a Space Marine candidate. I guess. Yeah, well, it's I think it's more the idea that the Assassins have to be unknown and unseen. Like oh, the well, Space Marines true. command a lot of respect. They they have they have brothers and friends, and they mm-hmm. walk around in their big old armor, and they need to be they need to be a symbol. They're the defenders of humanity, where the Assassins are an unknown force of like the uh, the precision scalpel yep and then as as i was saying that i was like well i guess it makes sense and that's why you know talos had such a hard time with m shen and actually killing her yeah they're fucking they're fucking nuts they're nuts she um, looked down on a space marine she was like no problem. well there's also the gray knights that i forgot to mention they do forget me juice they oh. have their forget me juice their special psychic forget me juice actually sometimes they'll do a little bit of that too they'll have librarians and psychers kind of throw a bunch of hallucinations and horrible shit into the mind of the uh, aspirant oh. and be like 
let's hope you don't go crazy. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, ugh. psychers, librarians. Well, I guess librarians psychers. are fine, but just psychers are. Ugh. There's a lot of there's a lot of like various training. They don't go super in depth on the exact kinds of tests. It's mainly because every single Space Marine chapter runs their own. Oh, um, so it's kind of different depending on what chapter decides that they want to try and recruit you. Yeah, well, yeah, because like I, being recruited, let's say back during the uh, pre-heresy era, mm -hmm. you know, getting recruited by the World Eaters. Um, it would probably involve a lot of gladiatorial combat, mm -hmm. where getting recruited by the Ultramarines probably just meant you had to do your taxes. Oh. <laughs> they, they, when you get taken into the Imperial Fist, they try to teach you how to read, and they just can't get it right. <laughs> I don't know much about the, uh, the Imperial Fist. So. They actually have a pretty, a pretty weird, uh, <laughs> a really weird initiate thing. Something called the Pain Glove. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the pain glove soon, uh, okay. but often after you go through enough of the mental and physical kind of scalp, not scalping, uh, sculpting, it eventually <laughs> you get to the point of being, I think it's called a, uh, a neophyte. I think, okay. I think they're referred to as neophytes uh, or maybe something around those. It's like aspirant and neophyte, the two different variants. Okay. Uh, and to the point where you start actually getting your shit um, fucked with. It's like, all right, now it's time for the surgery. Oh. It's time for the implants. Oh, is this is this where they get like their second heart and four lungs and like two stomachs and shit? Pretty much. Uh, so they get not one, not two, but nineteen new organs <laughs> placed into their body. Um. So one of them is the second heart. We know that one. Yeah. Uh, there's something called the osmodula. Which uh, secretes hormones to make the uh, oh my god these big words, epiphyseal fusion, okay, ossification of the skeleton. Uh, uh, okay, oh, okay. Uh, it, it makes the bones strong. <laughs> All right. It makes so the skeleton big. Oh, so they just give him some milk <laughs> to get big strong bones, big, so they strong. grow big and strong. Are you? Is, are you drinking? I see you're drinking one percent. Is that because you think you're fat? Because you're not. You could be drinking whole if you wanted. That's I, I like that. That can, that that's definitely a good, a good uh, space marine meme. Is they just give them some milk. Get yeah, those bones big and strong. Drink it's your the milk. Anti Eat your bone vitamins, hurting. Kids. Anti bone hurting juice. <laughs> There's the bone. no bone hurting juice here. It's the bone <laughs> strengthening juice. It's the bone not hurting juice, as Shai says. There's also something called the biscopia. Which is a small spherical organ that helps uh, regulate muscle growth. It's hormonal. Okay. There's the hemistamin. <laughs> Hamis. There's the ham. There's the ham leg. You get you get a big big hawk of ham. Man, I don't I don't can't pronounce any of these fucking words. I like the hemistama. I like that a lot. That's the hemistamin. I, I don't care what it does or what it means. I just love the hemistam. <laughs> It makes their blood really, really efficient. Oh, okay. Um, there's the Laramin's organ. That one's okay. Yeah. It's a liver-shaped organ. It uh, helps have, like, special Laramin, Laramin cells, which are released in the bloodstream when they're wounded. And it helps for creating, like, instant scar tissue and protecting wounded areas. Okay. So it helps you scar up really quick. 
Gotcha. There's the cata cata fuck <laughs> catalepsian 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 node. Okay, catalepsian node. All right, catalepsian what does that node. do? It's a brain implant in the back of the skull. It's a hole drilled all the way back there, and it's a little pea-sized organ that helps uh, uh, mess with the response to sleep deprivation. Um, oh. So often Marines don't have to sleep the same way humans do. In fact, often Marines don't really even need to sleep sleep. They kind of go into the state of of like, you know when you put your you put your computer on sleep mode? Mm-hmm. It's like that for four hours or so. Where oh, they're okay. just kind of there. But then yeah. if they, if anything like provokes them, they're immediately back up and normal again. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that makes sense to give them, because like you don't want your you know, you don't want your space marines getting fatigue and like falling asleep or being like, "Oh, I'm so tired. What am I gonna do? like?" It's a fucking space marine. That motherfucker needs to be active at all times, right? Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't remove sleep, but it it definitely helps. Yeah, yeah. There's the uh, preomner, which is an implant that goes in the chest. It is a pre-digestive stomach to allow them to ingest like poisonous materials and not have any problems. That's why they can't get uh, drunk. Yep. Um, except unless you're the space wolves. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's the additional lung. That one's pretty obvious. Um, there's the omophagia, which is interesting. Uh, okay. This actually becomes part of the brain and is designed to absorb genetic material generated in animal tissue as a function of memory or experience. So, oh, this allows the Marine with the ability to learn by consuming. And now, if you remember in the Night Lords books we read, Often mm -hmm. the Night Lords will, will lick the blood off their blades or even eat people because yes. then they get like an after image, a flickering of, of their of the person they ate's memories and their, their emotions and their feelings. Right. So a Night Lord might chank a, a tortured dude and then lick his blade and, and he just like literally tastes their fear. Oh, boy. So. But any space marine can do that, right? It's not like it's exclusive to the Night Lord. So any space marine could theoretically go all cannibal corpse and have oh, the yeah. same effect. Okay. Uh, I just Night Lords like to do it because they literally like to taste fear because they're insane. Yeah. Uh, but like I think space wolves actually occasionally cannibalize. Um, they yeah. they'll just eat people, uh, or they'll eat they'll eat like their brain or something, and then it. I guess the idea yeah. is that they learn the battle tactics of the opponent. Yeah, I think I think that was actually a, a, an ability in game where if you killed a character, and you could you could like gain <laughs> command points for because you ate them or oh, something. Jeez, the disrespect. Uh, though it also is helpful for they have various flesh eating or blood drinking rituals that some chapters tend to have. Uh, this is mainly Blood Angels, because they're also crazy, but in a different yep. way. <laughs> um, there's the Oculobe, that makes your eyes really good, and lets you see in low light. Okay. Uh, that's pretty simple. There's the Lyman's Ear, makes it harder to be dizzy or nauseous. There, makes sense, makes sense. There's... No. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. Oh, what 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 is it? What no. Is it? Did they did they get like a big? No, I don't want to say it. Did they get like a big penis implant or something? What what oh, what is it? Go the ahead. 12th, the twelfth organ is known as the sus and membrane. Oh no, it was worse than what I thought. It Look, was. I put it in chat. That's literally what it says. It's sus. It's it's it's, it's the sus and membrane. Oh, sus and membrane. No. Sus. 
No. Uh, I hate it. I hate it here. This this <laughs> organ allows the space marine to contort his body in a way to allow him to sneak through things like ventilation ducts or vents. Oh, you actually went with a meme. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, shit, what is it? Uh, We're so much more professional here. Uh, <laughs> We're more professional than that. I, I don't know. I, I can't tell what this actually is. I'm trying to read it, but I'm too blinded by, by imposters. <laughs> Oh. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> we're gonna go to- we're gonna do the most important one. This is something called the progenoid gland. Oh. Now, the progenoid okay. gland, you might know it a lot better as a gene seed. Hey, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, you know, you know the gene seed. It is- now there are two types of these glands. One of them is deep in the chest, and the other one is situated very close to the neck. Shy calls it the cum. Um, oh. I don't like- I don't like that. <laughs> I'm the same. I don't like that either. It's used for reproduction, technically, uh, and it's called the gene seed. So yes, that is a way you could describe it, but, but, oh. but no. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's let's the gene seed. It's fine. The, this this contains the gene seed, and the gene seed is a co corresponding to each zygote implanted in the marine, and it basically it is, of course, with you know genes is the genetic makeup. That is individual per Primarch. It mm. is the 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 fa your father's gene seed. Your father's come. You know if we're gonna if we're gonna fucking do uh, this. I I, I hate this even more because I'm remembering uh, the part in the Night Lords trilogy where they're um, I, th I think it was actually in Blood Reaver uh, where they um, they they killed some space marine. And over the comms, one of them's like, uh, "Hey Talos, you, if if you want in on this kill, you better hurry up because Uzas is eating the gene seed." Um, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, that and I'm and now I'm just like, "Oh no, I don't like where this conversation is going." Because now that that image takes on a whole different. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> so like yeah, it. so yeah, Uzas is is con consuming the cum chalice. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's really what makes you like it, to become a, a blood angel, an imperial fist, or whatever. The gene seed gives you the genetic makeup of your primarch, and it's the same reason why, say, the blood angels have a defective gene seed that causes like the black rage, for instance. Right. Um, or the night lords uh, often. Well, I think the night lords they have pale skin to begin with, but the pale skin, the dark eyes. Um, the, then you also have other kinds of ones like, I guess, Vulcan. Vulcans has, like, it makes salamanders are very large people, and it kind of works with that gene seed, the, yeah. the skin color, the bright red fucking eyes. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. It all, it all works through the gene seed. And the thing is, is that because space marines aren't particularly, like, born, the gene seed is, is entirely used for the reproductive like parts of recruitment so yeah. in a sense refilling numbers and recruitment is almost entirely based around a chapter's own requirements they're the ones who have to do all the replacing right and so that's why they have apothecaries to salvage gene seed on the battlefield in case anyone dies because it's really important that's true because if you run out of gene seed you can't really make any new space marines it's yeah. It's, I I don't know if there's any way to get more gene seed. I, I don't. I'm not quite sure, 
But point being is that, yeah, it's damn hard. Getting man. Gene's seat is very, very important. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to lose that. Um, no, the, there's mean. only there's only so much sperm in the sperm bank. So uh, I thought I thought you were upset with this, huh? I thought you yeah. were. Yeah, I, I was. And then, you know, we we've we've taken it to a place where I'm like, well, fuck it. Let's embrace it. Embrace the coom. The coom. So with all of these implementations, of course, there's a very high risk that the person just rejects the organs because even in real life, transplants oh, yeah. don't always work. You know, they mm -hmm. might just reject the goddamn organs. Uh, but then there are also a couple other weird situations with the implants. Like the Space Wolves, their Phase 17 implant is slightly mutated, so they start to gain canine teeth. Ah, fucking furries. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, one way, it's one way to do it. The furries the furries grow go teeth, and, and you know, they got, the, they got their gene seed and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. the last one they get is a, is a thing called the Black Carapace, and that's just, that's like the final bit to make them really really damn tough mm -hmm. it's a, it's, it's like a it's film a of yeah. yeah it's like a film of black plastic oh which is put in which is put in the uh right beneath the skin of the marine it's really strange oh that um, is very strange yeah but it's it's also uh I, th I think it's also where they have a large amount of like transfusion points so if you ever notice the space marine tends to have lots of of like usb usb <laughs> ports <laughs> All over his body. <laughs> now all I'm imagining is uh, a space brain that has a bunch of USB ports on him, and he can he can never put the USB in right. He's always like flipping it upside down. Like damn it, damn it, it doesn't. He's he's always sticking shit. like the the things in his armor, trying to put him in the in the injection ports, and he's always like flipping him over. Yeah, he always gets it right the third time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, I I embrace that meme. Unfortunately, the amount yeah, of times I've done a, that. It's basically just a whole bunch of connection ports that uh, the that your armor eventually like clips into, or mm -hmm. a vehicle, for instance, to allow them to have more of a seamless body to mind to armor thing. Right. Um, often, I think like if, if we were in the book, I think when they were taking damage or something, it would say that the armor would inject them with like adrenaline or or pain relievers or something, mm -hmm. and it's from those injection ports. Right. 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 That makes sense. God, Space Marine armor is great, though. Good lord. Having that connected to you is... Whew. It does fucking everything. It is It is a entire thing on all its own. It's got so much shit to it. It is a lifesaver. It is. Uh, but also, once that's all done, that means the final implant has been done. And at that point, that's... I think... I think you're at around age 16 to 18 at that point. So you get your first one at between 10 to 14 years old, and then the last one is to 18. So this is a good up to eight years of just training and surgery. Oh, <laughs> wow. There's also lots of other, like, psychochemical conditioning. Like, uh -huh. the, they'll, they'll test you. They'll sometimes they make you, like, drink poison. Lovely. Uh, just they'll just make you do that. They'll do hypnotherapy, of course, uh, yeah. to allow you to control your own metabolism. Uh, oh, indoctrination. That nice. Yeah, that, that, that'd be really nice. Yeah. I'm going to eat three In-N-Out burgers and then just shit it all out and not even care. <laughs> I was about to say, I could have so many more cheeseburgers. Ugh. Yeah, but it's like, then it's just those levels of, of religious indoctrination sometimes. Not as much. I mean, they, they do have chaplains and shit, but they're not, you know, they're not, they're not sisters of battle. Yeah. 
Uh, but that's the, all of the more kind of creation parts of a Space Marine. It's undergoing tons and tons of training, tons of painful, painful surgery, and yeah. mo like one out of every 20 of them tend to live. Because, cool. of course. Yeah. Uh, but the more fun stuff is Yay. the various recruitment ways they do for other chapters. Okay. Um, so let's talk about like the Imperial Fists, for example. Rogaldorn, right? <laughs> Rogaldorn. Oh, Rogaldorn. Wait, wait, we, we have an I have another box to check. Did you know Rogaldorn can't read? This is like Adeptus Ridiculous Bingo, right? Every episode we should have a bingo card. Um But does does Bricky do it does Bricky do a quote? <laughs> yeah. Um, does DK slander the Ultramarines? Uh Rogaldorn can't read, you know. Over five Jesuses from DK. Oh no! Whoa, whoa! You can't. Dean that's Kamen. that's the the five Jesuses for me. That's like a free spot. That should just be the middle. Cause like I'm gonna get that no problem. Like if you're gonna do DK says it's got to be like Bricky says abs. Mm. Or we just both simp over abs in general. Yeah. Someone, yeah. someone make that bingo card, please. Yeah, somebody make a bingo card. Yeah. I'd like, I like a good old bingo card. Every time you hit bingo, you gotta take a shot of forget me juice. Oh no, <laughs> we won't. <laughs> we learned our lesson. <laughs> we 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 learned our lesson. Yeah, and, and then Shy posted sexy Rogaldorn, of course. Mm. That, well, damn. yeah, that is a sexy Rogaldorn. Rogaldorn does look cool. I'm. <laughs> I think we mentioned this. I regret making the Rogaldorn can't read meme because he's so fucking cool, actually. Um, so, well, eh. Rog Rogaldorn is in particular a very. Uh, we'll talk about Rogaldorn later, but mm. uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, point <laughs> being, though, he does have some weird goddamn in, in recruitment stuff. Okay. Um, so they develop a a particular like culture with an obsession with conquering pain. They have oh. this major obsession with like conquering the pain of the body. Um, oh, his so, recruitment process has got to be awful then. So they use this thing, right? It's uh -huh. called the pain glove. Oh, um, no. This is... <laughs> oh, no. I wish... Like, I wish it was... It's the pain glove. Yep. I... It's so strange to me because I always consider Rogaldor to be the taxes guy like Gilliman. And he does shit like this. Um, the pain glove <laughs> is imposed by uh, superior officers and sometimes is self-inflicted, and it encases the whole body and stimulates the pain neurons, causing excruciating pain without any physical damage. Oh. But the thing is, is that it also turns off your body's receptors to pass out from pain. Oh, so you will you will go above and beyond the normal ability to pass out from pain Ugh. in order to have a sense of negative reinforcement and reinforce, quote unquote, positive spiritual values. Oh, it, it is it is entirely based around causing an excessive amount of pain in order to like Make it so that your mind won't falter and what's like weakness is pain leaving the body or pain yeah. is weakness leaving the body or whatever it is. Oh boy, that sounds all wait, but it's called a pain glove. Yes. But it, you said it like covers your body or is it just like literally a glove you put on and it does all that? Um, I, I believe it covers your entire body. It's more like a skin suit, I think. 
Um, but you know, oh. a glove a glove isn't always necessarily. I mean, you could say it's like a glove glove, but you like could it's also. A, oh, so it's like a body glove, like it just covers. Okay, okay. That's one way. I, I assume it's like a body glove. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. It says it covers encases the whole body, so I'm going to assume. Um, it's a skin suit. But they they do it as a way to endure the extreme pain to discipline themselves and meditate in the glory of Rogel Dorn. Wow. To meditate in the glory of <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I guess I, I guess he is a Primarch. Isn't but Rogel Dorn is like is is so. like um, Venom Snake, and he comes back to Mother Base and he starts randomly choking out his men. And then and then he, oh. he throws them on the ground and they stand up and they're like, "Thank you for that, boss." Jesus, I am. <laughs> I did not realize how hardcore Rogaldorn uh, was. Um, he sa- he's he sounds like a hard dude. Well, he did kill Alpharius. That's true. He did, didn't he? He fucked him up. He did. Or was uh, it they also do something else. <laughs> they go this thing called the Phalanx. Which is the largest ship, I think, in the entire Imperial Fist arsenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in, in the Imperium. I don't know. It's it's big. Uh, and they have them go through something called the Tunnel of Terror. Where oh, boy. <laughs> they go through the entire the ship with extreme heat, cold, empty space. And it increases all along the way. And then oh. when they pass it, they get branded on their ass with the symbol of the Imperial Fists. Oh, so they get their ass fisted, is what you're saying. Branded. Yeah, with a fist. So the, the, there's, a, you know. Anyway, sorry, I was, I'm, I'm reaching a little bit with that one, but then yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Continue. DK, are you on the process of becoming a space marine? You're really adding the the <laughs> the, the, the Susan organ. <laughs> no, no, not the me. Susan I'm Susan a... membrane. Nah, space marines are well. I guess space marines aren't boring. I just chaos things look cooler. They they do sometimes. They're like a lot cooler. Yeah. You know what the space wolves do? They make you drink a lot, and then oh. they make you, and then they make you wrestle and beat each other to death a lot. And then often oh. they send you to something called the bowels of the Fang, an area known as the Gates of Morkai, to be uh-huh. scoured for in- impurity. Which I think is like a like a weird Valhallen style like like mountain challenge or something. Uh huh. And then they occasionally do something called the test of Morkai, where they're given something called the Canis Helix Gene, and they which I think it's like I think it's like some kind of drinking like a Wolfen fucking drink. I, I, I'm not quite sure exactly what it is. They basically take you butt fucking naked and throw you outside into the cold on Fenris. Oh. <laughs> after after giving you this gene. And they're like, if you live, come back. And Whoa. Trudge <laughs> barefoot on fucking Fenris. And if you can survive the effects of this gene, make your way back to the, to the hut. Whoa. What's crazy about, like, so how many people die in, in like, these? A lot. Because it's like, you you already had to survive the wacky, crazy, just getting all these organs implanted in you, all of this uh, hypnotherapy, and it's like, oh, finally, I'm going to get recruited into a Space Marine chapter. And it's like, you get recruited to the Space Wolves, you get thrown out into the cold, I hope you survive, maybe. It's, oh my 
God. I think I think they do all this before they get their organs because they don't want to waste oh. gene seed. Okay. Gotcha. Um, though the pain glove is is someone that's more of like that that that's something that even people who are completely already space marines will do because they get their spiritual purity. <laughs> well, but, if you're already a space marine, the pain glove shouldn't be. Well, I mean, it'll be bad, but it won't it'll be still as be bad very as, bad. Yeah. Yeah. They're they they're geeks. they're fucking gimps. I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> they there's put on other, a pain gimp suit. That's what it should be called. The pain. Some other gimps. weird ones too. I think the mm-hmm. salamanders just set you on fire. <laughs> I'm, 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 what? I, I the sal salamanders are really. I think they set their. I think they set their hands on fire. Oh, and then well, and and then they're a little like, better. They put put their hands in, under like molten something. I don't. Oh. They, they're they do they have some like trial by fucking fire thing where they where they're like all right put these gloves on and go stick your hands in lava or or oh like go God. walk on walk on the coals you what are you a pussy holy shit Sa- salamanders they don't take much care i love sally's but they're quite quite rough to their recruits as well yeah. um the blood angels one is is Oh my god. Okay, so remember how they're vampires? Yes, and the black so, rage and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So often aspirants are offered a chalice, which is rumored to contain a small portion of Sanguinius's blood uh, by the priests. Yeah. And after they drink the blood, often uh, if they, they are then... <laughs> um, if after they drink the blood, uh, sometimes they'll just straight up fucking die. And they'll oh. be taken away by the blood servitors. Okay. Uh, and sometimes they, they will drink the blood and fall into a coma. And then they are entombed oh. into a casket for a full year. <laughs> okay. And if they adapt and survive the existence in the fucking coffin, they come back and they're able to become a space marine. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's That's a lot. Uh, so the the recruiting process for a blood angel takes a little time. That's not like, oh, hey, you're immediately, you're a blood angel now. Like, you well, at least have to wait, like, a year in a coffin, hopefully, if you don't die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking, jeez. Okay, cool. That's 40K, baby. Let's, let's go. Yep, that's, it's that's wacky. The the vampire coffin sleep long sleep you know yeah I guess it does fit their motif but that yeah that's okay yeah fair drink blood become vampire sure drink drink blood become vampire <laughs> it's the new Dev Sex game become vampire it's like Rob fucking shy says Ravute Gilliman guys I really need more Marines for war blood angels <laughs> lol sorry coffin time. <laughs> You gotta wait at least hey, a year. Hey, hey, Blood Angels, here's some more gene seed. Um, or, or no, hey, Gilliman, can I get more gene seed? What, uh, for recruitment, right? Yes, for recruitment. Actually goes in coffin like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that doesn't seem super efficient on the Blood Angels part, but, uh, it is what it is. I still think the Blood Angels are cool, though. And I think Sanguinius is dope. Was. Sangu- dope. Sanguinius is dope. Blood Angels are pretty dope. Um, th- there's some other subsections of chapters that are pretty interesting. Okay. Um, there's a subsector of, of a, like a, a successor chapter that is, uh, they're called the exorcists. Uh, 
Oh boy. <laughs> um. So look at this too. There's the Exorcist and there's the Death Specters. Oh. So the de the Death Specters have to die twice. What? <laughs> what? They 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 go into like near death or death, uh -huh. and then and then they suffer horrible visions during the death, and then they come back to life. Then they're revived, and then they do it again. Oh, 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 okay. What what is <laughs> what does that accomplish? I dude, I don't know. <laughs> something you put about, them near death so they see horrible visions, and then you make them do it again. Like, is is that supposed to like solidify their minds, or just make them go batshit crazy and turn them into psycho warriors? Like, that doesn't seem like a great thing to do to your guys. Okay, it's it's always the same thing, and and the same thing every time, which is physical slash mental endurance. That's if true. anything ever sounds incredibly stupid, it's most likely because it is. But more importantly, <laughs> it's a, going to sculpt you into a strong warrior. Yeah. That being said, it is incredibly dumb. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that was a little on the uh, dumb side. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A little on the dumb side, you say? I, I was trying to think of a better adjective, but I was like, no, it's just dumb. This is dumb. It's just dumb. It's just stupid. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, the Exorcist chapter, however, they... I am in surprise this is allowed. Uh, <laughs> the Exorcist chapter has the neophyte undergo a demonic possession. What? <laughs> By a demon, and they must there then therefore either do one of two things. They <laughs> okay. must they must either one reject the demon of their own will and strength, uh -huh. or it must be exercised by like a librarian or something. Th that. But it is, is exorcists it, are like mini gray knights where they are entirely dedicated to killing demons and therefore the only way to truly know your enemy is to walk in their shoes i say this very uh, like uh, slight um underselling of events but yes uh, how how is that allowed in the imperium where they actually let a demon possess that's baffling to me. The amount of things that could potentially go wrong in that scenario? Like I like I get it. It's supposed to try and be big and strong and like, hey, your whole thing is fighting demons, so you can't let a demon possess you. You got to be But holy shit. Like That's insane. Yeah, I it it also makes them really good at like warding off demonic possession. It's like it's like getting the vaccine. You're getting the vaccine of demons. Ah, they get um, the old double shot of demons, huh? They get the double shot of demons. <laughs> the double uh, vax, yeah. Madera sponsored by corn. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but it's very much in the idea that yeah, it it helps give them a good vaccination against demons, but at the same time, yeah, it's pretty fucking bonkers, and I don't know yeah. why they do that. 
how exactly do they like do you just go to the demon store like it's not like you're gonna open up a chunk of warp and be like oh yeah just let the little one through just let the little gimpy demon through and let him possess them like how exactly does that even work do you, do you summon a demon how like so one of the few ways that the iron warriors are actually kind of cool is that the iron warriors will often lure demons into machines and then when they're oh. and then when the demons take over the machine they like trap them in there and oh, so and so it's like okay. hey hey come on demon let's go fight let's go let's go demons 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 and they go in the thing and they're like ha ha snagged and then they use them as like fodder <laughs> that's that's actually pretty smart it, it's pretty cool uh, i'm assuming that maybe they do a similar thing where they can they have like what is the really spooky jewish box the, the famous one, the um, oh, I uh, Divic box, Divic box. Literally never heard of it. it it's supposed to be like the most haunted object ever, or something like that nature. Okay. Um, I, th I think it's like a, like a Jewish ceremonial thing, and it's supposed to be super duper haunted and demons and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, I'm assuming they may maybe they got their own special little little box, and they're just like you know go go gadget demon, or <laughs> or uh, fucking lick a tongue. I choose you. Yeah, it's like a sure because I mean if you can lure them and trap them in a machine yeah, sure get a little get a little box or hell hell take one of those machines and just be like okay let the demon out and then it possess the person but god that just seems so risky and and for for an imperium that is so fucking against anything demon warp whatever uh, that they allow that to happen is absolutely fucking insane to me like that seems like so upside down backwards inside out that it is very close to some prime fucking heresy. <laughs> that's, that's the word I was looking for. That sounds like some heresy for sure, yeah. Um, however, I mean, there are a lot of various really insane ones. I, I don't know uh, if... I don't know some of like I feel like Black Templars would have a really, really harsh one. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel like Emperor's Children would have a really bad one. Mm. I, I know Fulgrim isn't the nicest at times. <laughs> probably not yeah. and I also know that he what's the term I'm looking for um probably puts it in their ass <laughs> that's the term I was looking for <laughs> yeah I love how you're like oh what's the term I'm looking for and I'm thinking oh he's probably gonna come up with something like oh yeah he does the uh scolionactic entombing and you're just like nah it puts it in their ass yeah, Fulgrim, Fulgrim <laughs> does and probably gets the pegging. He he's all over the place. Well, I, there there is there's a lot going on with with that with those shenanigans. But uh, often most recruit or most chapters have really weird recruitment styles. Obviously, yeah. um, you painful know, some, too. a lot of them times very painful. A lot of them very weird. Uh, you know, I'm sure that the the comments will have some interesting ones because it was okay. actually kind of difficult finding specific ones. But if there's any really good recruitment stories, do share. Mm -hmm. um, perhaps I'll look at the uh, perhaps I'll look at the comments this time to see if I can find some good stuff. Hey, okay. maybe I'll go down there and I'll be like, "Ooh, this is interesting. I didn't realize that the Iron Warriors did this." Yeah. Shy, we're not going to talk about the Demon Calabo, okay? <laughs> I've said this many times, but every time I'm like, hey, what's the Demon Calabo? The response from anyone that knows anything about 40K is like, no, DK, I'm not telling you about that. 
That's awful. That's off limits. And I'm like, yo, after everything we talk about in 40K and how crazy it is that this thing is off, like, how bad does it have to be for it's 40K not- to be like, no, we're not talking about it. You don't want to know. It's like, oh, okay. okay. It, it's, I- it's it, it, honestly, it's, it's in a sense not awful in terms of how edgy, like, it, okay, it's one of those things where someone wanted to have, like, an edgy off contest. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Shy makes a good point, Harry, where she says night lords do weirder shit than that, and they probably do. Oh. The thing is, is that this is very much a, a an idea of just I'm going to try to make the edgiest shit I possibly could for the sake of it. Okay. You know what? You know, you know what? We're at around 13.8k on Patreon. If we get to a clean 15k, we'll do a demon Kulaba episode. Oh, there you good go. call, dude. There you go. That's you want us to talk call. about? You want us to talk about the demonic fucking chaos space marine birthing chamber? We'll talk about it. It's a solid fucking idea, dude. What did I, I call like myself it. in the beginning? A professional shill? Yeah. They, yeah. I will. I. I. Mm-hmm. That's a pro move. Well done. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> okay, calm down, Elvis. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna have a heart attack and die. <laughs> oh no! Because I, I was thrown out in the cold by some douchebag named Lord Logan Grimnar. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta stock up on those deep fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches. That's the real space marine recruitment: is to eat like Elvis and live. <laughs> Peanut butter and banana sandwiches are great, though. Just don't deep fry them, guys. That's just a bad idea. Might taste Ooh. good, but just don't deep fry them. Well, that's a good point. I forgot. The Ultramarines are the heroes of the Demon Kalava story. Now we definitely got to do it. Oh, what? Hero Ultramarines? Ugh. Now we Fine. definitely got to do it. Fine. Just hit the Patreon goal and we'll do it. I'll sit through some Ultramarine shit for you. Guys, for me, oh, well, no, for, oh, for no, for them. the listeners, not you. Uh, I, don't give a sh- I don't give a shit what you want. No, what the fuck? <laughs> what the? F- what the fuck? All right, I'm ending this episode now. We talked about our space marines, and I've been insulted. <laughs> yeah. My pride check, has been check, check, My check. pride has been shattered. My bingo I'm go card get is some, full. Let's go, bingo, baby. I'm gonna go get some demon demon vaccinations. <laughs> oh God, Shy wants me to talk about space marines have dicks. Oh. <laughs> So it's a common question that since space, marine, since space marines don't reproduce the normal way and they have gene seed, the question comes down to are space marines castrated or do they still have penis? I think that they have mommy milky with, with titty and penis. <laughs> totally fine. They have penis, but they don't use it because they literally have no sexual drive because it's removed during the fucking time frame. Of their creation. Space Marines do not fuck unless they are Emperor's children. My name has been Bricky. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>